Welcome to episode 14 of Power Up Podcast. We're your hosts, Gobbs and Chris. Yo. Yeah. Uh, we're back again for another part two of Dropping Knowledge, or Dropping Knowledge Bombs. Um, I think just every session is going to be Knowledge Bombs, because pretty much anything we say is considered prophetic. So, you know, Knowledge Bombs, part million. This is part two. Yeah, uh, part two. Um... So today we're talking about um, goal setting and performing workouts as RX or knowing when to scale. Um, so uh, we're going to start with talking about goal settings first. Um, yeah. Want to start? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so goal setting, I mean, goals. We all got goals, and there's that. You know, that old saying that a goal without a plan is just a dream. I mean, it's, it's cliche, but it's true. You know, if we don't make active ways to achieve our goals, then you're probably not going to get there. It's kind of like, you know, if I'm aiming for a target, but I'm not really focusing on where I'm shooting, there's a great chance you're just not going to end up there. Um, so goal setting, you know, goal setting can, it can be a great tool in your training and um, in reaching the goals or you know the points that you want to hit it can also work the other way around and if we don't know how to goal set or if we don't set realistic goals it can also be something that is it can really make exercise or reaching those goals seem impossible or you know you can be deterred or discouraged because the goal um, just seems so unreachable. So goal setting, you know, it, it comes in a few different stages or steps. You know, you have your short-term goal, you know, your medium-term goal, whatever that is, trimester, whatever, and then, you know, long-term goal. And usually, you know, we're, we're all towards trying to get that long-term goal, but we neglect the short-term goals. So, you know, we're, we're talking about goal setting. It's like we want to focus on these short-term goals that are going to eventually get you to these long-term goals you know like chris for example like what's a long-term goal of yours uh i guess um damn i wasn't ready for this <laughs> yeah well, uh, you, you gotta be ready uh i guess just improve overall strength Improve overall strength, okay. Yeah. And so he, he's not giving us a metric to work with here, but let's let's work with one. What's your back squat? Uh, last max was 215 okay. last year. Would you like to be able to back squat 350 pounds? Uh, sounds pretty heavy. Sounds good, yeah, right. Okay, so that's, that's, uh, so that's a long-term goal. We're talking 135-pound increase oh. approximately. Um, so if... If we approach this goal, you know, with just the mindset, if I want to increase my back squat by 135 pounds, um, it's going to take forever, and you're going to get very discouraged quickly because it's that is a long-term goal. That's going to take years and years of training. I mean, even at optimal strength training, we're talking, you know, three, four years minimum of me just working my butt off to get stronger all around, but in my squat. And so, you know, when we're talking three, four, five-year goals, 
we're looking at it from the day-to-day, week-to-week basis, it just gets really discouraging because you're not going to seem like you're getting that close to it. You're just like, holy crap, I'm looking at the ends here and I'm just so far away that I might as well give up. And this is how goal setting goes for a lot of people is uh, we set goals uh, and usually in the beginning of our fitness journey, you know, we have these goals, I want to lose 50 pounds, I want to gain 30, 50 pounds whatever that is and it's like these huge goals that without these small smaller achievable goals are almost insurmountable like it's just it's a lot to work with at once and so where goal setting or smart goal setting comes into play is okay well you know our long-term goal is 50 pounds or you know to put 150 pounds on my back squat whatever um let's work a little bit more short term and let's start with something that is achievable within a realistic time frame that's also going to give me a sense of accomplishment or gratification okay well if our goal is to lose 50 pounds then let's say my short-term goal is five pounds in a month which is actually a lot so healthy weight loss uh, for those of us out there that aren't aware um, if you're going to lose weight in a healthy way it's about one to two pounds max per week Okay, so that's about four to eight pounds a month. And eight is on the higher end of the spectrum. You're gonna probably be closer to four. And for some people, this is where weight loss really becomes, um, good weight loss, healthy weight loss really becomes discouraging is because it seems slow, right? You're like, oh, I lost four pounds in a month. That sucks. Well, let's do the math here. If you're losing a pound a week, how many pounds am I gonna lose in a year? How many? How many? There's 52 weeks in a year, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought, okay. I was, I thought there was Thank 56. You. Okay, so <laughs> 50, you're going to lose 52 pounds in a year. Okay, now we're talking, and that puts you above your goal. But when we're looking at the long term, that gets discouraging. You're like, oh, I only lost a pound a week, especially when you're looking at these crash diets or whatever that's like, you know, I could do hydroxy cut or, you know, these other crazy diets, HCG or anything like that, where Juice it's diet. like... Um, you know, we're going to see a 15 to 20 pound weight loss within a month period, which is a, a very unnatural way for your body to shed weight. It doesn't naturally want to do that. And that's typically why um, these methods are short term fixes and they don't really work. Um, is, you know, if it did work, and I'm not trying to knock anyone that's doing these or anything, but um, if it did work, if it was a fix, then you should only have to do it once, right? But most people that we know, that are doing these quick crash diets, quote unquote, are um, ending up having to do them multiple times or they just don't work. It's like, it, it's a short term result. It's like, well, I, I got the results and then I immediately lost it or ended up in a worse place than I was. Personally, I know people who do these crash diets and I know people who've done them multiple times and you name them and I can tell you about them and what I think about if they work or not or what the goals are um, of them. but. Um, so, sorry, I kind of got on, off tangent there with, I'm, I'm like this huge nutrition thing with these crash diets. Um, but anyways, goal setting. So, uh, when it comes to, you know, goal setting, we're looking for these short-term achievable goals and not just because, you know, the, the long-term is so hard to get to, which typically it is, otherwise, you know, it's not worth doing. It's that you want to give yourself that, those little wins every few weeks, every month where, 
you know, it's like I'm making progress towards my goal. My goal is to lose 50 pounds. I lost four pounds last month. That was kind of a goal for me and I met it. I'm happy about that. I'm gonna continue to work, but I've reached a goal or a milestone towards my overall goal. Same thing with strength gaining. It's like, you know, strength gaining, now we're talking different time frames and things are gonna be a lot longer. So then goal, short-term goal setting for strength is like, you know, every month, if my squat could go up five pounds, that would be awesome. And if you could continue that on a linear cycle, you have an amazing body. Usually it's not gonna work that way. It's, you know, you're lucky strength training, if we can add 50 pounds to a lift in a year, like that is very proficient and you are doing something right, right? Um, without certain supplementation, just adding more weight than that to any type of lift in a year, it's just, it's not, it's doable. It's just, it's not realistic. So. We're adding, I'd say, you know, if we have a short-term goal, as far as strength gains go, it's like, you know, I'd say, even if you're adding like five pounds every two months, that's pretty dang good. Because, you know, if you take that in a year period, five times six, you added 30 pounds to one of your lifts in a year. Um, if you're not a beginner athlete, if you've been doing this for, a, a, you know, a year or two, that's, that's very substantial and awesome. Um, so, you know, we, we set these short-term goals, so then that way we can stay on track to achieving the long-term. So when it comes to goal setting, you know, um, you can talk with yourself or, you know, talk with us, your coach or whoever, and, you know, just be like, hey, this is a long-term goal of mine. You know, when I started CrossFit, I wanted, or started fitness, you know, my goal is to lose 50 pounds. And either I'm, I'm getting there or I'm not. Um, typically what we'll see with goal setting is that, you know, the goal, the end goal, it's it's so far away and difficult that we end up giving up because it, it becomes too hard, um, you know, just l only looking at the long-term goal. So that's why we, we set these milestones. That's like, I'm going to check up, you know, I'm going to have a four-week goal or even a one-week goal every week where it's like, you know, I'm trying every week to lose that pound or to gain that pound or whatever. So then that way, I know I'm staying on track. But I also give myself little wins because if you don't give yourself some type of gratification in the process, the chances of you quitting are so high that, you know, that's why it's hard. That's why, you know, fitness is, it's a hard journey is because it does take a lot of time and dedication. And so any type of small win you can get, you want to give yourself. So, you know, if we can get those, those small milestone wins, it's like, take them, take them where you can get them. And if um, you're somebody that needs you know, that doesn't really know what that looks like or that wants assistance with that, it's like, come talk to us. Like, we can talk about your goal setting, milestone goals, and how to get there and how long it's probably going to take. So that's something to be realistic about with your goals, too, is like, how long is this really going to take me? And you have to be willing to put in the work for that. If you're somebody that's like, I want to lose 20 pounds in a month, and you came to me with that, um, I tell you that's an unre unrealistic goal and there's probably a good chance I'm not going to be able to help you out because it's going to require unhealthy methods and I just, I don't promote that. I am in the fitness industry, I promote health, exercise, um, so like we can have a realistic conversation about something like that though, it's just, it's not going to, you know, like I'm talking like achievable goals. If you come to me and you say, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds, how long do you think that's going to take me? And I tell you, oh, probably about three to four months in a healthy way you'll lose 20 pounds and it's like well 
you know, crap. And I'm like, sorry, that's just, you know, that's that's being realistic with the goal setting there. It's like, and we could expedite it a little and, you know, maybe cut it down to like two months, but still that's going to be pushing your body's limits to how it, it wants to naturally and find a healthy way to lose that weight. Because um, what happens when you don't lose weight in a healthy way, when we do these, you know, these methods, these crash methods or whatever, you starve your body, um, it doesn't teach your body to keep the weight off. It just teaches it to flush it and then it's going to gain it right back. But um, same thing with gaining muscle. It's like if we do this over a period and teach our bodies how to do this, your body will learn how to keep the weight off or how to keep the weight on if it's muscle. Um, when it happens unnaturally is when your body's not going to do it. Um, and, you know, strength gains are a perfect example of this or size. It's like if I'm taking unnatural supplements, whether it's some type of anabolic, even a slight creatine, um, and I'm taking these regularly and it causes my body composition to change, once I get off this supplement, my body's not going to be able to maintain that structure anymore, whether it's bigger or smaller. So then it's going to go back to whatever it used to be because I don't have the stimulus or, you know, the outside source that's causing my body to change like that any longer. So then my body's going to go back to what it used to know how to do before or what it will naturally do without that added stimulus, whether it's a supplement or what have you. Um, so. I mean, if you're out there and you have these goals and, you know, you've been coming in a while or, you know, you're just brand new and you haven't really talked about goal setting, it's like, come talk to us. Come talk to me about, you know, setting, your, setting yourself some goals. Um, we can definitely work on getting there. And, you know, you don't have to have one goal. You can have multiple goals. And if you're someone that's like, hey, I've got A, B, C, and D, and these are all my goals, it's like, well, then we'll make a plan to get you to A, B, C, and D in a realistic way, in a realistic time frame with actual milestones where we can have check-ins where it's like I'm I'm getting closer to my goal or I'm not like either this is working for me or it isn't but you know back to that cliche saying a goal without a plan is just a dream right um so you know let's freaking let's make some plans let's goal set let's let's crush it like we're here on this planet every day just to try to be better than yesterday right so let's do it that's about that's about all I got for the goal setting part. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it, when, it, it, when it boils down to it, it, it's, for lack of a better term, um, I don't want to say common sense, but it's just, it, it's something when you think about it, it's like, yeah, you know, that, that totally, that makes sense, it's easy, um, but, you know, if we don't have a plan or if we don't have previous experience with goal setting, especially when it comes to fitness, um, it, it can be hard, um, especially when you see things in our society and advertisements that's like, you know, lose 30 pounds in a month, you know, gain 15 pounds of muscle in a month. It's like, that's not how this is going to work. But if, th if these are the things we see on a regular day-to-day -day basis, you see these advertisements on TV or anything like that, it's like, that's kind of what you expect because that's what you're exposed to, but that's not how it works. You talk to anyone in the fitness industry about actual maintained fitness goals, and it's like, no, this is a lifestyle. This isn't a quick fix. This isn't something that's like, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in two months and just magically keep it off. Like, that's not the way it works. Like, even if you did manage to lose 30 pounds in two months, it's like you're still going to have to work to keep that weight off. It's not just going to stay away. So whether that's diet modification or whatever. Um, yeah, so that's that's goal setting. Um, the, uh, do you have anything else for goal setting? 
Not right now. I mean, I, I got I got a lot. It's, it's clear I got a lot. Um, a very opinionated person. So we could go on forever. But no, okay. goal setting. Like, let, let let's set some goals. If you don't have goals, let's set some. If you have some, but you're not getting there, let's get you there. Like, let's freaking. We're gonna be better than yesterday. That's the goal. All of you out there, anyone that comes in this gym, I just like that's why you're here. That's why you're coming, right? Like, we want to be better. So let's let's get better. Let's do better. Okay, basically. We're talking about SMART goals. SMART is an acronym. S stands for specific. This could be a specific goal. If you got a specific goal, then you're on the right track. M for the SMART stands for measurable. If it's measurable in a certain way, such as the squats, if you want to increase a by a uh, certain poundage or in kilos, and then that would be measurable. Um, also, A for SMART stands for attainable. It's got to be something that is actually realistic to you, uh, which also uh, kind of blends together with R, which is realistic. Um, dropping 100 pounds in a month isn't realistic unless you're changing the settings on a weight scale. So uh, yeah. it's got to be realistic. Um, T stands for timely, so you have to set a certain time um, or date that you want to try to achieve this goal by. So, again, uh, specific, has to be specific, uh, measurable, attainable, then realistic, and timely for your uh, goals. If it's aren't though, if it's none, doesn't have all of those, then you might have to try thinking about that goal a little bit more. Um, so next um, thing that we're going to talk about is uh, um, when to or knowing when to perform a workout as RX or scaling if needed. Um, so usually when um, when we when we usually do a workout or at least we see a workout, um, a lot of us we'll see it um, and maybe it's it's movements that we can do uh, plus the weight is almost at a uh, a weight that is manageable for us to perform at like let's say if we're like me like average Joe athlete um, I don't um, RX everything um, actually I don't really RX a whole lot of the time uh, I can but for the specific way how workouts written if I RX it then I'm not exactly doing it as it's written so like let's say if there's a heavy power clean there's like a say like one 165 pound power clean um, and there's like seven reps and this workout is a sprint it's a short workout like around six minutes or three minutes in length um, and this is designed for to do reps unbroken um, I could possibly do a couple reps unbroken, but I'll have to actually break them up and it's going to take me time for to actually get through the, uh, those power cleans. And so in that setting, I could probably do this RX, but I'm not hitting the workout as it's intended to be. Um, so I'm missing the, the goal of the workout, um, as a quick sprint utilizing mostly the glycolytic system, um, instead of uh, 
primarily just oxidative system. Oxidatives usually, once you, you're working out consistently for more than eight minutes in duration, so you're usually using oxygen mainly as your energy source. Um, so, um, when to scale a workout and knowing when to not perform them as RX. This is what we're going to talk about. Um, do you want to start? Anything? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Whoops, sorry. Um, yeah, now this, uh, this is, this is super simple. Um, long story short is like if we're not getting the workout stimulus by doing the workout as prescribed, then scale. And that's, that's the gist of it. It's like, if you are not getting the stimulus from this workout, then scale. Um, most of your typical CrossFit workouts are to um, increase cardiovascular capacity and endurance. Um, the workout, unless specified, most of the time is not a time, it's not a strength session and it's not a skill session all right when i'm in a wad this is a time for me usually these are for time all right so i'm trying to complete this task as quickly as possible safely for myself so maintaining good posture and position good technique um i'm, I'm trying to go fairly quickly through this that's uh that's kind of where crossfit or high intensity interval training got its genius is that you know we can um we can stimulate our bodies in this way um, at this high intense this high intensity for a shorter period of time you know six eight ten fifteen minutes and we can get um, the same benefit as if we were exercising for an hour that's why you know these high intensity interval trainings crossfit whatever you want to call it is so um, it's very popular right now it's it's timely and it gives great results um, where this starts to become a problem is when we start to deviate from getting to the goal of the workout, which is to get that high intensity portion of my exercise. Um, when it comes to RXing the workout, you know, uh, let's say there's something a little bit heavy for me and we're doing it for five rounds of 10 reps. We'll just say power cleans. And you know, there's other work in there too, but there's five rounds of 10 reps and the prescribed weight is um, 135 pounds for guys, 95 pounds for girls. Uh, if this is close to my one rep max, or you know, it doesn't even have to be close, but above like 75%, this has now, instead of it going, being that high intensity interval train, um, you know, we're trying to work on increasing capacity, I've now changed it to more of a strength workout um, because it's heavier, relatively speaking, for me. I can actually do the weight, but I cannot do it timely and efficiently. So now I'm spending unnecessary amounts of time working on getting through those 10 power cleans for five rounds, which is costing me benefits that I would normally get from maintaining the high intensity. So we'll say, you know, these 10 power cleans at that weight shouldn't be taking me more than like, even when you're fatigued, it shouldn't take you more than 45 seconds to a minute, 
right? That's that's now we're at the window of that's too long. Um, where the, when it starts to become a problem is when it's taking me longer than that. You know, this is a heavy load for me. I can do it, but it's really close or you know closer to my one rep max, relatively speaking. But um, I just chose to do the workout RX anyways. Um, you know, and we just took the workout from what is meant to be something that should take you 10 minutes and now we're taking closer to the you know 16 to 20 minute range we're adding about six minutes to your workout um, and it's just not going to elicit the same response and you're not going to get the same benefit from that workout as if you were to scale it down a little bit do the movement efficiently and a little bit quicker now we're getting the benefit from the workout that we want which is to increase capacity that's the point of the watt right if we want to increase strength that's great but we shouldn't do that during the watt right that is not the time to be increasing strength or to be working on skills right the same thing goes with if i'm in a workout and there's ring muscle ups um and i just i just learned ring muscle ups um, a few weeks ago and i'm not very great at them but there's you know five rounds of five it's probably not a great idea for me to be doing the workout as RX, even though I can do a ring muscle up. It's probably not a good idea for me to be doing it in the workout because it's gonna cost me, cause me to extend my workout so long that now I've eliminated the stimulus of increasing my capacity and changed it into a skill workout because now I'm just spending a lot of time at the rings trying to get one muscle up at a time or whatever that looks like may probably even failing because I just learned and you know that's super awesome that you you got you can do a ring muscle up or you know that you can do the workout RX it, it's great that you can but just because you can does not mean that you should right we want to take advantage of the, our time here in the gym and get the most out of our workouts um, so you know so if I'm here working on strength in the middle of a wad or working on skill in the middle of a wad, I am not getting the best benefit from my training or from my workout that day. So it comes down to being smart about, you know, knowing when to scale and if not, like ask a coach. That's why we're here. Um, you know, be like, hey, you know, I got these power cleans today. There's five rounds of 10 and my max power clean is 165 and it's 135 and your coach is more, more than likely if you just give them the numbers they'll be able to tell you like no nah, this is probably what we want to go with or they'll look at you like sometimes I'll look at people and be like okay well show me a couple and then you can tell right away by the way someone moves through a few reps what that workout's going to look like for them um, and then your coach will be able to you know to help you out that's why we're here so be like hey you look fine you look great you know do the workout rx or you know hey let's go down a little bit so that way you can finish faster um, and that's where time caps come into play too and you know, there's nothing worse than getting time capped because I chose to do something that was probably a little bit too hard for me rather than um, something that was more realistic. So we just, we want to be smart when we're doing our workouts and get the most benefit from doing them. And your CrossFit workout, your WOD, our workout of the day, unless otherwise specified, is meant to increase capacity. So then we are going to try to maintain a high intensity pace throughout that workout. Before the wad, after the wad. And usually there's specified work, but you know, you can always stay after or come before if as long as you know there's someone here, we're open. 
and you get the okay from your coaches um, to work on your strength, to work on your skills. You know, work on my linking together my ring muscle ups or my double unders or, um, you know, getting stronger with my squat or my power clean or whatever. Uh, just during the workout is not the time to get to focus on getting stronger. So it's not like I'm not trying to be like just shooting for that RX just because I can do it. You know, it's like if if the workout is you know five rounds, ten power cleans. 10 pull-ups and you know for our goal for that workout like honestly it's going to be we're going to want to be in like the 5 to 10 minute range at the most and now I'm somewhere around anywhere above 13 to 20 minutes like I went way too heavy I did stuff that was way too hard for me and I'm not really going to benefit that much from that workout um, if anything I'm just frustrated so we just want to make those smart decisions, scale appropriately, and then spend time in the gym working on the things that we need to be better at, you know, our strength, our skills, you know, spend specific time working on that stuff. During the WOD is not the time to be working on my skills or my strength. You will get a little stronger from doing workouts, of course, that's why we do them. You will get a little bit better at your skills from doing the workout, of course, it's exposure. You're going to get better from being exposed to anything. But it's just, it's not the time when I'm like, oh, you know, I can link together five double unders at the most, and today's workout has multiple rounds of like 50 double unders. Well, you know, I'm just going to struggle through double unders the whole time and end up extending the workout by 10 minutes just because of me struggling with double unders, not because I couldn't continue to work. Um, and then you just change that workout from something that was to increase capacity, get you more fit. You change it to a skill, a frustrating skill workout is what it turned into. It's like I'm just sitting here spending a ton of time trying to rush my reps because I know it's for time and I'm not really working on, um, you know, maybe the technique or anything, just trying to force it. And that's also where working on strength and skills in a wad, that's why it's a big no, is because usually it's for time. So then you don't really get a focus on the technique either because you're worried about, I just need to get this done. Like, so however I can get five of these done or however I can do this, I, I, I'm gonna do it because it's for time. So that's why um, during our workouts, we don't really, we don't wanna turn your wad into a strength workout or into a skill workout most of the time. Like I said, and unless otherwise specified. So when you, you know, when you're looking at the workout online or come into the gym and, you know, you're trying to decide if I should go RX, you want to ask yourself the questions is, if I go RX, can I maintain a high intensity level throughout the entire workout? Or if I go RX, is it going to really cause me to slow down so much that it's not my capacity that's stopping me from continuing to work? It's whatever that movement is that's really slowing me down and that's kind of your go-to right there so if you look at the workout and it's like I can not RX it but it's gonna make me go very slow or a lot slower then it should be alright I probably won't RX today I'm gonna maybe do the next modification down um, do you mean twist ties? Tony just walked in. Tony what's up? Hey, yeah. Twist ties? Yeah. Like zip twist ties? ties? You know like for a trash bag or Zip ties. I don't no, no, no. Ties yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I don't think so. so I, got like, I, got, I got like hair ties. <laughs> well, no, good. No? Okay. Sorry. Um, minor interruption there. Um, so, 
if you're ever not sure, ask your coach about RXing the workouts. The worst thing we can do is just get an ego. Because once you have an ego, that's why they say, you know, there's that old saying, like, check your ego out the door. It's like, just because majority of the time you can RX workouts and maintain a high intensity level doesn't mean you should all the time. You know, if you come in and something's really heavy one day or, you know, the skill's really advanced, but you're somebody that's like, well, I always RX the workouts and I can manage to do the movement, so I might as well. Okay, well, that's your ego. And now you've just ruined the point of the workout. And so if you're okay with getting time capped or not doing very well in the workout or moving very poorly just to get that RX, you're doing yourself a disservice. It just it doesn't look good either way around. Especially if I'm forcing these reps, you know, if it's really heavy or whatever, and they're re they're very bad looking reps, um, you know, and then we're starting to get into the realm of now I'm putting my safety at risk because I can barely do these movements, but I I've gotten to a point where I RX almost every workout, so there's no way I'm going to scale, and it's like you just you got to check that like. You have to be able to evaluate, am I going to get the best benefit from this? How can I benefit from this workout the most? And if not, ask us coaches. That's why we're here. And this goes from any level athlete. Like, I just scaled the workout yesterday, twice. Because it was a, I did a team of three and then a partner workout. And I scaled the where I didn't do the workout RX. And granted, I've been dealing with this back injury, but those are decisions you have to make too. It's like we have to be able to check our egos and be like, look, either I'm really sore or whatever, I, that's unrealistic for me, I'm going to scale down today. It's not the end of the world. Long story short is we're all here to get better one day at a time. And it's like you're not going to walk in the door and be able to RX workouts, and you're not going to be able to RX them all the time. There's, RX, there's workouts that I can't RX, and it happens here, or you'll see it in you know, competitors training or whatever. It's like I, I can't, I can't do the weight. So, yeah. well, what do you do? <laughs> you can't do it. That, that's fine. It's like, you'll get over it. You'll live another day. It's like, then do the workout the best you can and get the best benefit from the workout. Um, you know, RX and workouts, it's neither here nor there. It's not, I mean, just because we have a prescription or a way the workout is meant to be done doesn't mean anything. CrossFit, we take pride. It's infinitely scalable. So, you know, we can do... We can stimulate you with 100 pounds or 10 pounds. We're going to find a way to get you to work to, to get results for you. So, you know, we don't need to really be worrying so much about the workout. There's a part of me that wants to do like a, a week that's just like no RXs. It just like doesn't, <laughs> we'd have to figure it out. But like doesn't really have weights or anything. It's like just work out. Like we're here to work out. You know, we're here to get better. We're here to have a good time. And we're here to be smart about what we're doing too. And that's where you know us coaches come into play. Is we're here to we're here to help each other out and do the best that we possibly can and get the best benefit from it. Like I, I, I don't want you know I don't want anyone in here wasting their time. If I forced an RX workout that didn't really stimulate my body in the way it was meant to, that's a waste of time. You came into the gym today and you wasted time because you did not benefit from it whatsoever. Your ego might have. You're like, hey, I RX the workout, but that's all the benefit it is. Now you have a bigger ego, so which is e even better because now we're we're setting ourselves up for e bigger failures. Um, 
yeah, but don't, don't let that RX get to you. It's like, be smart about your workouts, and eventually you'll get to a point where RXing the workout is just, a, a, for the most part, a pretty normal thing or something that happens frequently. But until then, be smart about it. It'll come, and that RX does not matter. At the end of the day, nobody is over here, you know, stressing or, you know, it's not going to change the world about getting an RX or not, even though sometimes we think it will. So be smart about scaling. If you don't know what to do, ask your coach. We got your back. We'll get you something good to do that's going to get you a great stimulus that'll get you closer to those goals faster. Not going to hinder you. We want to take advantage of the time we use in the gym all the time. We want to get gains. That's right. Way. I mean, that's, at the end of the day, that's why we're here. That's why we're in fitness. That's why we come to a gym is to be better at something. I want to be better at being stronger. I want to be better at moving faster. I want to be better at living longer. I want to be better at losing weight. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like you want to be better at something. That's why you're here. Let's get better at it the quickest way possible. And that's different for everyone. But, you know, let's try not to waste waste any time while we're here. It's like you're already here. You're, you're doing the hard work. You're coming in. You're doing the training. So let's take advantage of the time that we have here so then that way you know we get to those those goals or those results quicker that's the goal is to expedite those results you know nobody wants to be here it's like it's kind of a rhetorical question but i'm like hey chris if i could get you to your goal in three months or three years what would you rather have um i guess three months yeah yeah right so yeah the totally <laughs> rhetorical question there but yeah. that, you know that's the long story short is you know let's let's try let's find a way to expedite our time and it comes with you know just being smart about our training about goal setting and just taking advantage of the time that we have and also um, taking advantage of the tools that we have you know and the knowledge that we have around us whether it's we find on ourselves or you ask someone if you're not sure ask I don't have all the answers just ask ask anyone something be like hey I need help with this. I need help. Whatever. I got your back. If I don't know the answer, I'll tell you. I don't know, but I'll figure it out for you. Yep. The uh, so don't stop the game train. Um, right. One way how to figure out if you should RX it or not. I should know. Should scale it or not? And you're not quite sure. Think about if this were to go on Instagram. Will it look bad? And will there be a bunch of comments and stuff like that? That you don't. That was specifically for the younger crowd. If you're listening, if this was to go on Instagram, would, would, would you be proud of it? Do yeah. it for the gram. No, but I mean, and Chris has a, a decent point here. It's um, you know, if you're RXing workouts, it comes back to movement quality. You want to be able to move well and to look good. So just because, you know, if you're asking yourself that question, and it could go without the Instagram thing, that's like, if somebody else were watching me, or another coach, or if I went to another gym and was moving like this, would this be considered quality movement or not? And that's also a, a, a good way to evaluate if you should go RX or not, is quality of movement. If we lose quality of movement because you're trying to go RX, then you should not go RX, regardless of whatever it is that you're doing. We want to maintain the quality and range of motion of those movements so yeah if it was going to go on instagram or if somebody else is going to look at it and they said that looks really not so great yeah we should probably either not our exit or figure out what we're doing wrong there 
Yeah, don't go back to the old Instagram, like 2000, early 2010s Instagram. That was some, some bad form and stuff like that. Is Instagram even around then? Yeah, 2010? Uh, Bro, it's been like, it's been around for like two years. I don't think so. I thought Twitter's been around since <laughs> Were you even like born in 2010? 2007. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, depending on what your news, your Instagram feed looks like now. I follows like crossfitters and stuff so yeah yeah it's pretty much good except you see the occasional knee wobble yeah i mean well you see stuff and it's like so you know you don't want to be that guy where it's like you don't want to end up on gym fails yeah (laughs) right so like we don't want to be you know especially anyone at our gym we don't want you ending up on the gym fails compilation where you know you're freaking you're doing something and you have maybe an accident or slip up or mishap and then you end up on gym fails crossfit already gets a bad enough rap as it is um just because a lot of it is miss people who are uneducated about what we actually do um and so we just we don't need any more of that out there in the fitness world of just look at this crazy person doing crossfit that can't freaking move yeah no you're good quality of movement be smart about rx in your workouts otherwise the instagram the instagram gods will find out and they'll expose you and then you'll end up on gym fails or else you're going to be a meme so a meme yeah it's what else do you'll end up being a meme which is even better um, yeah you know you don't want to be a meme and then it's going to be passed around the office and everyone's going to see it they're going to have funny quotes about it you know that um that i guess this is like a gif or something like that um the ones when people are moving and then yeah. they just move one way and then they photoshop but actually they photoshop them just barely moving and stuff and they put that that EDM song in the background yeah. they're like flying around so like a Peter Pan one Spider-Man a boomerang is that what the song is? That, no that's what it's called when you do that type of edit anyways so yeah mm-hmm. dude long story short don't end up as a gif a meme a fail video it's like let's have quality standard movement be smart about our workouts and goal setting let's 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 crush it let's crush it that's why we're here and yeah for the goal stuff if you want a easy way how to figure out if you have the right goals and stuff like that or else if you have your goals completely planned out um look up the acronym smart goals um smart being specific measurable attainable realistic and timely so yeah and i mean i don't know how many people listen to this hopefully we're getting more listeners every time um i got to give a shout out to mason because i know he'd be listening so mason if you're still listening this was a long one um shout out to you brother keep listening we appreciate it um if we get enough interest and i get enough people talking about it we could even do a goal setting seminar where you know we host like an hour seminar or something you know be free to everyone about goal setting and then actually set goals with a group of people that way we can get you all together and we can do this together and have an actual goal setting class and then we can keep up with it and kind of make it like you know this goal setting challenge but you know we'd want to get some interest in that so if you're listening to this and you're interested in that come and talk to me or chris or anyone be like hey i listened to that that podcast about goal setting and rxing workouts and i think it would be awesome if we had a goal setting seminar all right then let's put it together also tell your friends about this podcast right even they'll want to get some knowledge bombs dropped hide your kids hide your wife isn't there supposed to be another one what do you mean another one 
is that is that it? No, that's like, it. Um, I yeah, I mean that's all I got for yeah. you guys. Now, oh, we're, now we're just wasting your time. So yeah. we appreciate you listening. Yeah. Um, so this is episode fourteen, Power Podcast. Next week we'll have another episode, um, and you can always find us on iTunes and podcasts.com. Usually I'll try to upload these on uh, Wednesdays, depending on how uh, uh, how my computer wants to upload these things to the internet. So, yeah. Uh, stay tuned for next week for another episode. Uh, peace out. Peace out.